Hello and welcome to part two of the point of everything end of year very Christmassy music podcast is that the full name I think it is I'm Ono Sullivan and if you listen to part one you probably have a good idea of what to expect in part two I was joined by Neve Hagerty from across the line Darren Keane from the Cork band Hags and Chris from Elastic Sleep and we basically just talked through some of our favorite albums of the year some of our favorite musical memories of the year and now in part two we're kind of keeping it a little bit more general we talk some of the big albums that are featuring uh, across the end of year lists uh, that are doing the rounds on practically every website at the moment there's talk of Sophie and Stevens Foles, well, I talk about Foles anyway. Um, Blur, Slater, Kinney, Owensy, Roisin Murphy, The Jimmy Cake, Girls Names, Villagers, Bjork. And then we look forward to some of the albums of 2016, particularly Altered Hours in Heat Not Sorry, which is coming out on Penske Records and Art for Blind Records at the end of January. I think that's one that we all agree on. Uh, and then we talk about our favorite Christmas songs. Thanks for listening to the podcast's to this point it's nice to to see that there are people listening out there and we'll be back in 2016 with an interview with the author kevin barry which is one of my favorite uh interviews that i've done to date for this show particularly we talked about acid house in cork and limerick and his writing to dub reggae so that'll be coming out probably the start of january maybe the first wednesday in january so Yeah, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever you like, SoundCloud as well, Mixcloud, and yeah, tell a friend if they like, if they like music, maybe they'd like this podcast. So yeah, here's the second part of our Christmas special. First up, it's Chris talking about one of his favorite albums of the year. Uh, Eagles of Death Metal, Zipper Down. Oh, Eagles of Death Metal. I haven't actually listened to that yet. Big fan of Eagles of Death Metal, got really, I I I mean... they're yeah, a band we, well could, we could talk about for half an hour, I think, yeah. you know, at oh, this yeah. stage, for everything they've been through in the past month, yes. incredibly unfortunate reasons. Uh, but yeah, no, I was I bought Heart On, um, their last album when I was like 18, and uh, it's class. I don't know, it's just break straight up kind of rock and roll, just having fun, not taking itself too seriously and knowing that it's not taking itself too seriously. Actually, I just remembered we were talking about like masks there and I saw Melty Brains for the first time this year. And oh, yeah. That's definitely on one of my lists, I would say, as best live show i mean i know maybe not everyone would agree with me as you know in terms of them being brilliant live but i think that it was like one of the most ones i've ever had most fun or yeah definitely the most i've ever had at a gig full of antics full of antics i mean they make you do really embarrassing things as part of their live shows and like they have like this dance routine and everyone has to dance along with them and that's what people do it and i think that's a real sign or testament to how kind of good they are live when people actually want to join in in the silly antics yeah, <laughs> you know. I, I I would probably say that the songs that they have probably don't live up to what they want to achieve live yet, but maybe they'll they'll get there in 2016. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I'm usually <laughs> wrong about these things. <laughs> Jesus, um, Sullivan curse. <laughs> All I know is I wanted to enter their five-a-side football tournament and I couldn't get a team together. So that's what that's my interaction with Melty Brains this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had their like, five-a-side tournament. That sounds great. They had like a Melty Fest up in Dublin, and they had like. Five side tournament one day. Yeah, yeah. So, but if the five side football tournament, I couldn't put together a team, and I was quite vexed with myself. So, and I'm retired now. So, you know, never have that chance again. Did you bring the Melty Fest to Cork? 
Let's not be hasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Sophie and Stephen's album? That's like one that's at the top of Didn't a lot of list. Didn't listen to it. Not a massive fan, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, Across I, the board, not, not interested. I know Illinois. I mean, like, yeah. did you I tip could... him off for 2015? Maybe that's why he's not in our good favor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Darren. No, 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 work away. No, um, I'm done now chiding on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> chiding. Good choice of words. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know stuff and stuff. I'm very familiar with it, like Age of Az and Illinois, but like, it's just not something I'm interested in. Like The acoustic kind of... It's not, I don't know. It's, it's quite like, sentimental. Uh, I listen to Granddaddy and Sparkle Horse and Smog. They're all pretty acoustic and sentimental. But uh, I don't know, Sofian just never got me. The way, or he, he seems to grab other people hugely and they seem to relate to him. I don't know. Because I can't, I, I don't see it in him. But other people do and that's that's cool as well. I don't know much about him, but he seems like, the, just the way you're talking about him seems like one of those kind of Beck characters, like that kind of cult status. Mm. Although Beck mm. is kind of, I don't know, shot into the stratosphere yeah. with his Grammy nominations and being bashed yeah. by Kanye and all this. But I, I think with Sofian definitely there's like a, a definite cultish thing to it. And like I have friends who are just invested in him for years and years and years and just still absolutely love him to this day. That's, and I understand that fandom. I've, I've, I'm, I'm that person with a load of artists. So yeah, it's just it didn't feature for me this year. I don't know. You want, you want to tell us another couple of the albums that are on your list that did? It's a long list. <laughs> that, um, that did hit you. We're not going to talk about that Bandicoon's D because we'll be there for the day. Okay, we need to spice it up. Go with your sexiest album. Sexiest album? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, wow. Um, I have to talk about DJ PayPal because he is the worst name. <laughs> DJ PayPal. DJ yeah, PayPal. Yeah. What is this? Wait, how can he get away with that? Like, surely he's going to he be hasn't been <laughs> he has a, He's part of this collective called Tech Life and there's another guy called DJ MasterCard. DJ <laughs> um, Mastercard. But I ran into DJ PayPal because he's on Brainfeeder, which is Philo's label. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And I heard one track of his slim track, and I fell in love instantly. It's so unbelievably good. It's just like conga drums, like just chants and just looped over and over again. It's kind of you call it a footwork. DJ Rashad kind of was, was kind of the main exponent of it for the last few years. But good music to dance to. It's kind of like instrumental hip hop. You can just dance lots too, and I like dancing. Mm. So yeah, that that would be my sexiest album of the year. But yeah, to mention it because the name, a friend of ours uh, saw his name on a billboard in China recently and didn't go because he'd figured it'd be awful. He's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. DJ Paper, that's going to be terrible. And he listened to his music. He's like, oh, shit. I should have <laughs> gone. Yeah, but like, there's so much good, it's so, like, so much good stuff to hear that I'm not even mentioning. Like, Viet Cong's album as well. Oh, my God. Yes, that yeah. was an incredible album. Probably like rock album of the year for me. Yeah. Like, rock, I know. I was a big fan of the band before Vietcong Women. There's two guys that are women in Vietcong and I loved them and I was waiting for so long for this album to come out and it came out and it took months to get into Plugged Records. There's no issues there. Um, <laughs> Deeply rooted. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw them at Primavera and I was just eyes on their bass player the entire time. He has such a neat, so, strange way of playing. Yeah. Like he plays really like high up on the neck, plays really trebly bass lines. They're so tight though. And sings at the same time and you're just going, how is he doing that? But yeah, great band. Really love the Kong album. You're at uh, La Guess Who as well, were you? I was not, unfortunately. Oh, okay. um, uh, I was, I, was at some other gig. I don't know. Like, uh, I wanted to go to La Guess Who. It didn't happen this year. Um, I wanted to go see Deer Hunter, to be honest. But I saw them in Dublin. And after seeing them in Dublin, I kind of didn't need to see them again. So, sorry, Deer Hunter. I do <laughs> I, I do still love them. But um, Yeah, uh, that Kong album, definitely. One yeah, of the best ones for this year. And also, the only, name that, the only album they're releasing under that name. 
What? Oh, yeah, they're yeah. they have to change it. I mean, that's oh, fair enough. That, that is, is fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like calling your band a Hitler youth or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, not so. I don't know. Not, Maybe not as bad. We don't want to start splitting hairs here. Cause yeah. yeah. I don't know. Incredible album, though. It's just. Great album. Yeah. Tune after tune. I remember hearing Death for the first time. I think I was walking down the cold gate and I was. There's this like, stop start section towards the end and I was head, head <laughs> yeah. banging in front of the bride well, just like. Yes, this is great. Rocking out in front of Peg Toomey's. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's my a banger. Uh, I I did love the Via Kong album. I think that my favorite kind of rock song of the year is um, the title track to Foles' new album, What Went Down. Uh, I think Foles have a new album. Oh yeah. And do you know, yeah, do you know say... what? Yes, I only started listening listen to it recently, and I think it's great as well. I yeah. I was unaware that they had a new album. <laughs> <laughs> second you said what went down I just thought their ability to write good pop songs <laughs> no ah, I agree Chris. what went down is <laughs> is it a cracker as far as it's, you're a, it's a really good tune it's a bat banger it's really fat cheesy banger, yeah. obviously that's in. not so bad Jesus. I don't mind cheesiness <laughs> we have a completely different taste in music so Chris are we different people Owen? are we different people <laughs> my god oh. what uh, I don't know I, I mean I, I also, I've always the full so I think I have a soft spot for them even uh, though they're kind of like you know they've changed a lot over the years they kind of uh, yeah they have but like your man's voice is still the same so is he still uh, a knob I, I don't I he's don't know comes across as a really awful person in interest. that's all I know about him I don't, know about <laughs> I don't that. think that's fair I think he comes oh. across quite well I, I, I they're don't great like, life yeah I don't know they're just not the band for yes. me sorry guys yeah kind of there's, there's there's something very kind of preppy about it uh, they I are from know. Oxford I was just <laughs> thinking I like, don't mention that they're from Oxford you're not some sort of elitist <laughs> we're not classist. classist over here yeah that's fine but yeah, um, I actually did see a KXP uh, session of theirs, and I thought it'd be really good because those sessions usually are. And I have to say, I was really disappointed by the Fools one because they came across as it was really it just wasn't great, and it seemed like they're mm. kind of hungover. And so I feel really bad because really I like, personally attacked their singer now. But Yanis, Yanis, that's what I feel. Friend of the show, unfortunately. Yeah, shout out to Yanis. You know, I think those KEXP sessions are actually a really good mark of like a band that sounds good live because yeah. it's true. They don't really kind of beef up the sound no. of what's going on just from having listened to a couple of bands that I would have seen live and would have you know listened to the records of like and yeah i can i can only imagine what the falls one sounds like great. um you're not imagining good things <laughs> i'm just imagining what it actually because i saw them <laughs> uh, i saw them i think was it supporting blur or something like that at hyde park and i was just like oh my god this is just so featherweight um but the album and the production on the albums is always makes it seem as if it's the hardest fucking hitting thing since i don't know the jungle the Cody Ranks remix at Father <laughs> oh Cody Ranks oh the Shy FX yeah the guy uh, well, which priest was it in Father Ted was listening to Father Fitton Stack Fitton Stack like shout it. out to Fitton Stack but uh, the, the, the production of their albums makes it seems like that's what they sh- would sound like live but I have not been that has not been my experience uh, right. just because you mentioned them there uh, Cody Ranks Father Ted <laughs> oh yeah yeah let's talk more about their <laughs> <original jungle list. laughs> um, no Blur released uh, yeah, I was just oh yeah this, this year. year was it good it's I think it's good but Chris is the Blur uh, expert uh, in the room I actually will I will agree with you here I'm not going to be I will not be modest about my undying love for Blur <laughs> and um, insane knowledge of their back catalogue but I don't know the album just didn't really pull me in uh, I kind of had to listen to a couple of tracks and I was like something this is really blocky this is kind of quite like 13 or not 13 uh, Think Tank um, 
and it was for, and sure enough when the kind of like little documentaries about the making of the album came up sure enough they just went to Hong Kong recorded an absolute shitload of music then Graham Coxon kind of turned it into an album via Studio Magic and I think that kind of comes through uh, I don't know I think Blur's best stuff is kind of fair, is, is, is a long way behind them unfortunately and Damon Albarn is kind of almost like you know actors who can only play themselves like Bill Murray like he'll be, he'll be, he'll be great in most things that he does as long as he's appropriate for yeah. the film but I think Damon Albarn is starting to become just Damon Albarn that's what I was I was just about to ask you just um, is he stretching himself too thin like everything you know it he always gets lauded for oh look at what he's doing now oh yeah, new yeah, gorillas album is next or, year yeah, <coughs> but is, is it kind of too much should he kind of take a step away from writing music for a year or two uh well maybe i don't know um it, magic like, whip is the new blur album by the way i don't think we mentioned yes that. magic whip uh, i like the cover cover covers great i also think magic it shouldn't whip. be called the magic whip. i think it should be just called magic whip that's yeah. just me being really pedantic. <laughs> um it's it seems like it seemed like an album that was just being championed as the i think and you know, we talked about this when uh i was here previously last that, time yeah yeah it was very much like championed as like oh the return of the album the album bands are back uh, and you know that <laughs> seriously like oh it's yeah. oh it's number one you know like that kind of thing it's real like hallmark of like Rip-hop oh is back. yeah yeah the chart you know, the days of like chart topping being newsworthy and stuff like oh that my gosh. it very much had that kind of like feeler in, in terms of the way it was reviewed and stuff like that and the way people were talking about okay. it um but like i don't know as far as damon Al- albar and stretching himself too thin had listened to some tracks off Everyday Robots, didn't grab me. Um, the Magic Whip, some good tunes on it, but like not you know nothing, nothing that will ever touch the kind of classic Blur, you know era. Uh, but like the guy did Blur, Gorillas, and the Good, the Bad, and the Queen within like seven years of each other. Um, like Blur was still kind of firing on all cylinders towards the end, like when just before Damon or um, Graham Coxon left, but. I don't know he's i think maybe he's earned the right to just you know to to be doing things his way or maybe kind of i don't know don't want to diss him because like the body of work that he has put out is absolutely incredible like yeah how do you write country house and clint eastwood I, I That's, that questions for you on how do you do it. <laughs> well see the first <laughs> thing that you've got to do is i was actually listening to the deltron 30 30 album recently uh with you know del funky homo sapien and damon alburn does the intro on it and I was like, that's how we first got introduced to him for the Gorillaz album, I think. Really? Yeah. So there's my little Damon Alburn fact that I learned this year. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I don't know. I just love the Deltron 38 area album. I wanted to talk about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I, don't, I, I didn't, I've got, I completely forgot Blur released release an album. Um, but they wouldn't be on my radar anyway. Uh, I yeah, likewise. Them, yeah. It's kind of more of a teenage thing for me. Got I actually got it, into like... them in my, te- in my 20s, but I, I don't know, I just... Maybe I need to get him to younger. I don't know. I'm not. I, 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 he's a fantastic songwriter, and Coxon's a fantastic guitarist. Huge respect for the guitarist. So unbelievable band, and also huge respect for Alex James for drinking all that champagne all those years, but yeah. not for hanging out with the Tories. So bad move, making Alex. lots of cheese, and lots of cheese. Yeah, but yeah. I think we covered all the bases here, player. <laughs> um, Hi, ending on Alex James, cover the bases. Sorry, he's the bass player. Everyone, I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sleater Kinney is a band that I've only gotten into in the past two months. Ooh, I know. Hang on, uh, no, I love them. So I oh. like some of their stuff. Um, God, like what? I, I mainly got into them. <laughs> okay, let me tell the story first before okay. you start chiding we're all, me. We're all taking turns here. Uh, 
I read Carrie Brownstein's memoir, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl, which I think is an absolutely brilliant book. I think most people in bands will enjoy a lot of it anyway. Um, and so I didn't really know Slater Kinney. I remember going into Plugged when their new album, No Cities to Love, came out. And Albert was like, new album's in. And I'm like, no, I don't really know them. So I've kind of been on a Slater Kinney binge in the past two months. So that's What do you of- think of the new album, save just for this year? Oh, I, th- I think it's great. Okay. Um... I like, I, again, it's one of those albums which I think is a little top heavy. You know, it's about seven really, really good songs. Um, and it's interesting just kind of coming to it now because I wasn't a big, I wasn't a Portlandia fan either. But like after reading the book, you know, you're just kind of like, oh, give me anything about about this band. So I've kind of gotten into it all at once. Mm. And it's kind of like, uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, but none of you guys are feeling um, No Cities to Love. I really like Slater Kenny. I have for years i think the hot rock all hands on the bad one is amazing god is a number is like one of my favorite songs ever um didn't feel the new album at all didn't didn't get into it just didn't care did they play at primavera i don't know they might have <laughs> i just like i just didn't care and i just didn't feel anything for it and if i don't feel anything for something like that that's it for me well, i'm not, not going like, to keep like hammering at it going i need to feel something for this i'm just kind of going to go okay that's fine and, and yeah i kind of got to let bands go so and i haven't read the book and i i will i might read it you know i'm kind of a bit burned out in rock biographies man um, um but yeah I, I, it's not it's definitely not for me it's definitely didn't feature in any kind of list i put together um not something i would have been interested in best miss list best, best miss list, miss list. Yeah. best miss list best miss list i like that um i, I got the record i probably will sell the record does anyone want the record I take it off you. Yeah, you can. You can have it. We'll shake. We'll shake hands afterwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just. It's, it's just not for me to hear. Need you something to say about Slater? I, I just like they've never made a huge impact on me. I have to say. Okay. But maybe I'm alone, need, I'm but alone maybe, again. I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I need to give them a listen. <laughs> as in, I, I haven't given that album a listen this year. I have to have to admit. So maybe I just need to give it more of a chance. Not a little Trump. The time I got their first album on vinyl in a pawn shop, and then it told Albert to me, and he got very angry with me his business <laughs> it, it, is, is angry people. it is isn't it um, anyway yeah that, that album unfortunately Man. i think um we should mention the onzi album though dramamine which oh yeah just irish albums irish albums yeah. i mean we we all spoke about we all agreed in girl band and i just thought of dramamine as and in i haven't maybe listened to the whole locks it's only just come up on my radar but i do think it's quite brilliant yeah I, I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago um so i did listen to the album a lot in a very short period <laughs> of time um it's it's a little bit different from what he's done before but lyrically i think he's like very underappreciated yeah he's such a poet like yeah i think he he has important things to say and that that comes across both in the music and uh with what he says what he said in the interview to me as well and it um like his first two albums are very much heavy on kind of refugees and migrants and uh undocumented rights and everything and this album is a little bit different it's kind of and he said he said this in the interview it's kind of like coming to terms with life as you're kind of getting older so mm. uh it's it's very acoustic based um it's really really nice yeah, lyrically or no it's very nice musically but lyrically like it'll leave you deflated that yeah. as somebody who's going to the wrong end of the uh, mid-20s zone or a uh, music fan <laughs> <laughs> i think i mean i still haven't like tuned into the lyrics enough i think but i just love the the music, I mean, just the song itself, Dramamine, I just think it's really beautiful and it's 
definitely worth checking out. I mean, mm. and you know, next time you have a chance to see him live, like he's a phenomenal guitarist. He's played in like several bands over the years, like, and he's done so many different kinds of bands. I mean, he's in Realistic Train, who are and still is, and they're just like this incredible punk band. And you know, then Ownzy, the stuff that he's doing as a solo artist is so different. Um, so I just love watching him play. He's cool. I'm just uh, thinking of other Irish albums. Just want to give a quick mention to the Roisin Murphy album. Oh yeah, good call. That was a great album. I think that really quick. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you don't and agree? Um, I loved it. I love Roisin Murphy though. I'm biased. I no, I think she that was a great album. I kind of think it is a touch of the it's like the musical equivalent of somebody who goes to see a David Lynch movie and says, That's it, I need to be weird. That's how I do she's it. She's always been weird. Yeah, but like it's always <laughs> seemed like she's decided I'll be weird. I'll be weird. Okay. That's okay. You can decide to be weird. You can. It's for everyone to be weird if they want yeah. to be, but I don't know, it just for me it just like uh, it's a I good know. it's a good pop album. I wouldn't even describe it as pop. No, I, I, I think pop. I heard one of the songs on the radio, and there's a, there's edits you'll hear in the radio. I I I got to final, so there's like ten minute songs and kind of like really drawn out intros and outros and stuff. And yeah, no, I really like it. I don't. I'm just biased. I just love Ocean Murphy. Her last album was absolutely incredible. Um, that was a pop album. But uh, I'll be going to see her. And also another album which is really different from then, uh, the Jimmy Cake, Master. Oh yeah. Three songs an hour long. Ha. Absolutely face melting. So yeah, I love that album. I like that's my go to if I need to disappear in my head for an hour. That album goes on. Really would recommend that. I think that kind of like I'm surprised it's getting more attention anywhere else. But like, mm. like maybe they didn't have the PR, maybe they didn't have like the resources behind it. But great album as well. So I have another one um, that just kind of crept into my mind there, and I've only listened to it kind of sparingly, but I've been I've enjoyed it every time I have. Is Arms Around a Vision by Girls Names. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a really actually good album. stunning album. Yeah, yeah. You're just remembering more albums now that you've heard. You're like, oh, fuck, I've heard that. Album. <laughs> I've heard so yeah. many things this year. The Girls' Names album is fantastic, though. Yeah, it was, um, it's quite different from a lot. I kind of, I'd seen them in the Pav uh, when they played there before, and mm. there were a couple of the singles I kind of liked, but there was something about the whole thing that it just kind of hadn't quite settled or something like that. But um, this, like the, uh, there's like a serious punch off this. Yeah, this album. Yeah, it seems like they've slowly kind of accepted themselves as a proper new wave band. Yeah, and I think that it there's, um, like you you seem to spot the '80s straight off in in a lot of music that we talk about. But I think like they're if they went back to 1982 or '83, like they would fit right in. Yeah, definitely, and they're definitely harking to a sound. There's no question about that. It's just deciding whether you know if that's something that's acceptable to you or not. Much like Tame Impala or a load of other, mm. you know, some people can kind of I don't know give a give it a, a contemporary feel. I think mm. this album kind of like lands a bit more solidly on kind of a contemporary sound, but definitely harks to that kind of. Would you say eighties or nineties? Eighties. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Jape and Villagers album this year? Darling Arithmetic from oh. Villagers and this Chemical Sea from. Jape. I love both artists yeah. and I really liked both albums as well. I don't they're probably not my two favorite albums by either of them, but I think that they're solid works. If anybody has any opinions, uh Niamh. The Jape album is like, I don't know. I mean, it has some incredible songs in it, but as a, an album as a whole, it's definitely not its best, but then there's some like standout tracks in it. I, I suppose you could say the same with Villagers. So I kind of I wasn't really that into villagers before I kind of found his um, use of metaphor and imagery and his songs just like a bit too kind of like okay 
thesaurus time let's do it um, <laughs> or whatever well maybe yeah. not a thesaurus but it just kind of it was a bit too rhyming dictionary yeah 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 totally True. and i think you know i can understand why people liked it but it just never grabbed me and that song courage that he put out uh this was the start this year it's a really nice song yeah i thought that was gorgeous and i just like the honesty of that i appreciated a lot more than anything i'd heard from him up until that point um well he, he's talked about that in the interviews as well that it's kind of him shaking off you know being a jackal and you know being able to talk about him in the first person rather than using metaphor yeah i mean he, he came out as gay and then um when we saw him in the opera house actually uh, on that tour. Him, wasn't it? yeah it was it was the night of it wasn't it yeah mm-hmm. um like that was an amazing moment when when he came out when he came out on stage you know <laughs> and was just kind of like hands up in the air kind of yes we did it it was <laughs> like that was probably the best moment of a gig i've actually been at this year and that was before he even played any music so you mm-hmm. can imagine what it was like afterwards thought oh this is okay <laughs> uh, i think i'm just going to say nothing on those two because i no feelings towards those artists oh. at all what's that song though Wait, that's like incredible on the album this is Jape's album that I have up here is that is yeah. it on the chemical C though I'm just like anyway there's a couple of songs that are incredible but again overall as an album absolutely animals that's a bit I, I think with Jape I fell off I, 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 was Ritual the one with the black cover kind of and he's yeah that's two I albums have, ago. I have a friend who played that a bit too much and then I ended up hating Jape so I love Jake. Never went back. And so we've gone from no feelings to hatred. Okay. Sorry, I'm going. To, I'm trying to just mask it, Chris, and it just keeps you know flooding out. Um, and villagers, I remember seeing villagers a fair bit around the time of becoming jackal, and it just never did that for me, and that's okay too. Um, and yeah, just don't care. I think just Such a like yeah. 90s kid. Like, I don't care, man. I think Ocean of Frequency is like a beautiful album, and yeah. I remember when that came out, it was just kind of like non-stop on my playlist for a while. I don't know, I don't mean like really negative about it, it's just like, I, I just don't, they're not my things. I didn't listen to this year. What about Bjork's album? Didn't hear it. Didn't no. listen. Don't trust her. <laughs> Man, I'm like, go for it. Come at <laughs> me. My, don't my, my confidence at the start of this podcast, you know, has just been absolutely shattered by her like, like no, oh, no. no. Why don't no. you give a shit about what I think? <laughs> well, he's asked you to be That's here. I'm not even recording this podcast, Chris. I'm just... I think with the, with the Bjork album, I looked at the collaborators and went, Hacks and Cloak. Yes. I actually really like Hacks and Cloak, Hacks and Cloak. I saw Hacks and Cloak a few years ago. What? I'm so jealous. And... I was terrified. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was one of the best gigs I've ever seen. It was so scary. And then Liars played after him and it was even better. It sounds like an unreal show. But um Arca as well was a collaborator. On. So I was like, yes, collaborators. And then it got released and I went, fuck it. And I never listened to it. <laughs> and I felt really bad because I'll probably go back to it in a year's time and go, this is really good. But yeah, I just didn't get around to it. Yeah, what's wrong with me? Why haven't I listened to the Bjork album yet? There's nothing wrong. It's just you didn't want to listen to it. That's fine. What do you think, Owen? I'm trying. I'm trying to think of you know an album that we can all kind of agree on. You um, know, to what? to end on a positive note. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'd love to end on a positive girl band. note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go back to a girl band. I'm trying to look. Let's here. see what you I'm, got here. I'm looking at my list. Points, young, uh, um, Julia Holter. Um, really nice. Yeah, it's a good album. Uh, actually, I think. That is a nice album. I haven't really listened oh, to Emperor album, Lizard. No. EP, but okay, it's a wonderful EP. It is an excellent EP. It's great if you play it at um, Terry Tree as well, because I did that for ages. Because <laughs> it turns out it's a forty-five. Maybe we should talk about the album that we're looking forward to. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Ah, because there's loads of them. Yeah. The album we're looking forward to in twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, the hypothetical. 
What uh, album are you looking forward to in 2016, Owen? From whom? Altered Errors. Yeah. 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 Was, was that the answer? <laughs> the multiple choice. You won! <laughs> Here Thank are. you and good night, folks. <laughs> I, know, I'm, I know I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to their huge tour as well. Can't wait to see them loads of times. But um, yeah, really looking forward to Adam. Uh, tracks so far sound really good. Just It's been a long time kind of gestating, so it's just going to be nice to see it get out, come out. Finally. Yeah, yeah, but like, long time Sil- Silver it. Letter was the track they put up in line the other day. Yeah, yeah. really good track. I really, love Carl's really description of how he came up with the um, song title. He was just staring at Raw Power, oh, the yeah. cover for ages, and yep. Iggy's <laughs> pants. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty great. Pants. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the I'm usually I actually have some albums I'm looking forward to. I can't. <laughs> I, I, I the tortoise can't. album, anyway. Whatever the Flaming Lips do, and the new Prince Rama album, and I also have down. And this is going to embarrass Chris. I actually, have written down Elastic Sleep. Oh, that's very. Because I am really fortunate. Because we're not going to do it. <laughs> oh. uh, no, no. You, you've, you've material coming out. It's not so. happening. You, you've material. You've like a single coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. There you go. Oh. So actually, actually, they do have your name right now. I'm not even joking, Chris. What? Ah. Uh, but um, uh, yeah. yeah. Look forward to putting it out too. I guess. Whatever. Uh, whatever it is. That does end up going out. Uh, yeah, I'm just like the Alter is modern mainly like I don't know. Tortoise's album, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be amazing. Um, whatever crap the Flame Lips put out. Because <laughs> I was Miley it. Cyrus. I didn't actually hear it, but um, I love Flame. Serious. Yeah, didn't listen to it. You didn't listen to it. Flaming Lips, fucking practically tattooed on your face, like. I know, really and much. I didn't listen to it. Um, it's just. Actually, that's fair enough. I haven't seen the missing pieces uh, from the David Lynch uh, recut of Firewalk With Me. No? I can't, and I can't believe that I haven't either because it only came out on Blu-ray and I don't know. I, I All just, is forgiven there and sorry. Not, not that I couldn't bring myself to listen to Miley Cyrus album. I don't care about that. It's, like, it's just like Wayne and the guys just bum me out so much these days and it's like fuck it, whatever. But you, so. but you just can't let them go sort of thing? No. Um, <laughs> we, we just we can we draw a line on that there but yeah looking forward to Ultra Errors and Tortoise albums next year that's what I'm looking forward to we're looking forward to the t- if Tool put out an album I don't know if you listen to oh, the yeah. LA metal band Tool are Tool going to put out an album it looks I'd like it they, like might. Big, they have to they have that to. rumor's been ongoing like I mean if that it's album kind of actually emerges they played a show this year yeah they did one gig this year I oh, know they're just well no that never happened that was like his no, they, they, no, birthday no, they had it in Arizona. There was a on Halloween, on Halloween with Primus, and what? they covered they covered No Quarter by Led Zeppelin. I'm so glad and I didn't know about that at the time. Ten years, and uh, Maynard was in costume as Robert Plant. Yeah, they were all dressed as Led Zeppelin. Yeah, can we just like move to LA because like then you just get to see all the great gigs. I know a couch we can crash on. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> we have a start. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. Anyway. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, two of albums coming out. Anything you're looking forward to, Eve? Um, aside from this. You know, alleged tool album. I suppose I would. I'm dying to hear the altered albums album or altered eras album. And aside from that, I mean, I'd love to hear something new from John Hopkins. Yeah, oh, yeah. bingo. Yeah. I think we bingo. could all say that. Yeah, Nicholas Sher as well. I mean, I'm just those are two guys who need to yeah get something out. Really, really into John Hopkins and just kind of like some new techno in general. A true phase of listening to Nathan Fake for a few weeks there. So anything more like that would be pretty nice. I think I have on my list is like I want to hear new stuff from MF Doom, but Doom does what he wants. So, uh, yeah, waiting ten years for yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it seems albums are becoming so sporadic now from artists. Like very few artists seem to kind of put out one a year in the way that was yeah. a lot more popular ten or fifteen or twenty years ago. That it's kind of like uh, me. Well, you know, like even that kind of well, Tooler band that like take, they're famous for like yeah, famous oh, yeah. for like time. seven, eight, ten years between albums or however long. 
but it just seems like like how long was it between currents and lonerism that was like two, two years, years? Yeah. three years maybe three years three years yeah yeah because it was 2010 2012 12, and, and then 2015. 2015 yeah so i think touring cycles because bands are kind of trying to mm. get as much out of yeah yeah world tours touring cycles tend to go on for like one and a half to two years or sometimes in some cases even longer like I'm, I'm even thinking Ozier, of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah we're all looking forward 17 to 17 years tour <laughs> oh yes like, I'm even thinking of Deer Hunter and Deer Hunter would be a fairly prolific band yeah like hugely prolific including side projects and whatever and solo projects and now they're down to two albums in the last three years like that previously wouldn't be the case at one stage they released some like three albums and one EP and like two solo projects in the course of two mm. years this kind of thing so the point Chris makes about it is quite valid in the fact that you're touring an album so much you're hitting all the territories hitting all the markets hitting all the festivals and it just prevents you from actually working on a new album mm. unless you deliberately withdraw from that cycle of touring and you can afford to export yourself god knows how um, so yeah like parquet, that's, court, that, parquet courts are quite prolific I think. Park, park, parquet courts I think don't give a shit and that's why they're really good yeah they, I think that they've they've signed to rough trade so they, they have should indeed. have they've just released an EP and an it's EP. mostly it's a nine instru- track EP though mostly instrumental as well yeah just yeah, yelling it's 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 okay I'm looking forward to their full full release next yeah. year on rough trade just, oh, yeah I assume they will have something coming out it's just like I'm trying to think of bands that come out like, hypothetically like there's so many bands I listen to that are going to have something out Guns N' Roses like, No Age <laughs> Guns N' Roses, Guns yeah. Roses. <laughs> Metallica Oh, oh yeah. really? I can't wait, for, can't wait for Slayer's new album. Uh-huh. Oh wait, no, they released the one this year. Gem. <laughs> oh, Sepultura, you know. Sepultura, which Sepultura though? There's two at the moment. <laughs> well, that's Cavalier Conspiracy, like so. <laughs> big, big Sepultura fan here. Um, yeah, it's just hard to kind of think of what bands are going to actually release an album next year because you just don't know who is in the studio really. So, and like. It might not be for a while yet. I think Toby Carr might release something next year. Actually, good Toby. Point. Toby. Remember Toby Carr? Oh, I know so Toby nice very well. <laughs> <laughs> if he releases something, I'd be very happy next year. That yeah, would, that would make really my year. Nice Electronica, yeah. 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 I remember Toby getting us in trouble with the guards before on Culture <laughs> Night. 2008, he was doing, maybe 2007, a set in Plugged. Guards told us to stop. Toby kept going. <laughs> he had a sampler and a guitar. It was actually really, really, really good. His oh, stuff right. is so and good. And there's a lot of underage teenagers from Luxembourg drinking beer inside Plugged <laughs> on Washington Street. And I told them who the Pixies were and they bought Pixies albums. Cool. I don't know, it's a weird Toby Carr memory I have. I suppose everyone has a weird Toby Carr memory. Seeing him support Name. Ben Frost and it's so good, like... You would have seen him, Chris. You don't know, you know his head around the scene. I have no, no, the name is from, like, you know, I, I remember he was at Mountain... Is that Mountain Dew? Dew. I think Definitely. I saw somebody throw a can at him. <laughs> like, not when he was playing. I didn't see... I know who did that. Okay, then. Are you guys looking forward to Christmas? Yeah. Yeah? It's my first Christmas not working in 10 years. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so oh, I can actually okay. get to enjoy the Christmas. I actually get to see like, people and stuff. So I'm really looking forward to Christmas. I'm a big Christmas fan, but I just don't get to do it. So I'm really looking forward to this year. What's your favorite Christmas song? East 17, whatever Stay song they have. Day. Stay another day. <laughs> yeah. The song I just love the video when they're all in their white jackets, snowing. <laughs> is it the jackets you love, or just like the their con- camaraderie? The camaraderie. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty good tune as well. Do you think that's only a Christmas song because someone decided to put sleigh bells on it, and like whoever put sleigh bells on it is now going, that, that fucking paid, that paid for that my fucking jacuzzi. Off. That did like every year it comes back around the royalties come in. The jacuzzi in my fucking boat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stay now. Every year the royalties must be massive of that song. 
<laughs> I think that there's actually more people in this room at the moment than went to see E17 in the PAV earlier Ooh. this year. Isn't oh, that right? Accusatory. Yeah. That was no. It's somebody Instagrammed the whole like the Dublin show. I, I saw that. Yeah, that was Dublin fucking, show was supposed to be worse. Right, yeah, yeah. But like the Our only guys. original member never actually sang with the band. He couldn't sing. He was just kind of like the yeah. bad boy or whatever. Oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> I mean, everybody bad, just wanted to see boy. Brian Harvey. Yeah, and the coat. <laughs> Brian Harvey oh. without the coat, like, what's the point? What's your favorite Christmas song, Chris? Yeah, Chris. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Mariah Carey. No, probably <laughs> uh, "Walking in the Air" from the Snowman. Oh, oh good choice. Good choice Solid yeah. tune. Solid yeah. choice. Um, I'd have to, I, I, I have so many favorites. Um, I'll I'll narrow it down to two. I'll narrow it down to the alternative choice and my like mainstream choice. Sam Smith, which we were listening to before. I absolutely <laughs> fucking love Sam Smith. Someone's gonna sample that and use it now. That like um, can you say my name is Darren Keane and I love Sam Smith no <laughs> I can't do that um, wait a second did oh no you intru- oh, I can we can, I can sample it, your voice I can take, together. when you introduced yourself as Ono Sullivan earlier I can be like my name is Ono Sullivan and I love Sam Smith it's like rock no. bottom all over it's like so rock bottom all done. over again yeah. but um okay the alternative choice is granddaddy's Alan Parsons in a winter wonderland because it's just yeah you should hear this actually you'd love it it's just uh, walking the winter along the land except they've substituted Alan Parson and Alan Parson was a studio engineer on Dark Side of the Moon and had his own band called Alan Parson Project they sub in like lyrics from his songs and they sing little snippets of his songs oh, and stuff going, right. and then my actual real favourite is uh, Last Christmas by Wham because uh-huh. I absolutely adore that song every single thing about it is beautiful I love it except for the video it's just like George why are you looking at her you don't give a shit about that woman like, or any woman for that well you, you, you didn't know back then like. be he true to yourself George he no he dead. knew you know, the, the, the public didn't why, why would he go along okay fair, fair I don't understand that struggle he had so. amazing hair though Jesus, he did have hair he had fantastic hair fair, top class hair I, 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 I think George Michael's just a fantastic person I think so he owes a great style yeah <laughs> who so knew this was the end about George Michael yeah. <laughs> new George Michael album 2016 2016 Mariah Carey song I think I sang a snippet of that at a Christmas show once I won't be doing it again I don't have the pipes <laughs> happy yeah. Christmas guys Aww, happy, happy Christmas, Christmas everyone happy Christmas Radio Land <laughs> Dum 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 d